Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we're talking week eight waiver wire pickups. And on our show, we like to go with players that are owned in 40% of ESPN leagues or less. And th- this week, um, that's putting a big damper on the waiver wire pickups. And actually, I think no matter what, anywhere percentage-wise, you go 60 and under, it's probably ugly. But 40% and under, it's not the biggest week. And again, okay, early on in the year when I was at <laughs> advocating for spending big money to get Elijah Mitchell, this is why. These weeks of just nothing and nothing and nothing and nothing and here we are. So let's go over some of these, Jeff. I'll start off with one guy I would actually be excited to pick up. There's only, honestly, on this entire list this week, there's one guy I feel like I'm even excited about. It's Rashad Bateman, wide receiver for the Ravens. He's the only one that I'd be like, yeah, you know what? I really do truly want to get this guy. And Bateman has now come back and for, played for two games. He's had six targets in each of those games. And you can definitely see him coming on. He's only owned, I believe, in... 17% of leagues currently right now, which he needs to, you need to start picking him up, but three catches for 80 yards in this last game, you know, six targets in each of those games. You can see that he's a good player, obviously. Yeah. This is the one I'd be most interested in. Um, You're not picking him up to play him though. That's the one thing that most likely not picking him up to play him. That's the one thing that's disappointing, I guess, about the waiver wire, you don't have this plug and play guy, but this is the one I'm most excited about is Rashad Bateman by far. Yeah, hands down. Really, there's two players that I thought were interesting yeah. on like in, <laughs> in any position. And and Bateman was the first one because and we've talked about kind of at length at this point, but you know, he was a high draft pick. There we think that he's gonna slide in pretty well. And his usage, yardage, everything is going in the right direction. And it looks like right now the Ravens could really use another wide receiver. So that I mean, Craig already said everything, but yeah, I would I would go after him pretty heavily. You ha- you do have to have the roster spot because, like you said, it's very accurate. You don't really want to play him next week, but I do want to have that. If you're looking for a guy that can uh, eventually give you firepower in the near future, he would be the only guy that is in any uh, like any way you cut it. He's yeah. probably the only name I'd bring up. Yeah, and you very likely will use him later on in the year. I feel like we're going to get to that point. That's the whole point of picking him up, so. Bateman is the player. So who's the other guy in the entire list of waiver wire pickups that you might even be also, kind of can we just, yeah. And I will <laughs> oh. bring him up, but I, yeah. as soon as I saw this too, Kadarius Tony is still only owned in 45% of. League. Yeah. So if Kadarius Tony's out there, go pick what? him up. Despite the, the injury. Yeah. Yeah. Was oh, that because of bye weeks or something? That's insane. It could be that plus injury. Um, if, yeah, if, if Kadarius Tony is out there in your league, yeah, go pick. He was dropped. He was dropped in 14% of leagues this past week. So yeah, okay. go go pick That's him why. up. Go pick him up. Kadarius Tony for sure. I don't care if he's out for four more weeks. You go pick up Kadarius Tony. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, no. so yeah, the only other guy that uh was intriguing because of everything that transpired over the week, um Gainwell. So Kenneth Gainwell yeah. from yeah. Philly, because Miles Sanders kind of he went down. We don't know exactly the injury is how long he's gonna be out. And Gainwell has already shown that he can work within that offense even with Hertz doing his thing he can catch touchdowns he's he would be the primary rusher at this point you would think maybe it would be Boston Scott we don't really know but i do think that he would get a larger dose of use, usage and 
right now having an extra running back or, you know, just a running back for bye weeks or whatever, this guy could be really useful. I'm not yes. saying that he's going to have monster weeks, but he has in standard scoring, he's gone in double digits three times and he hasn't been the primary back yet. So yep. I think that there is some value there. I, I like him. Quite yeah, he would have been my second choice as well for the pickups is gain. Well, he definitely should have some value if Sanders is out. Um, it'll be, it would be him. It'll probably be him in Boston Scott. So Boston Scott should probably be on people's radars. It's just a deeper league ad, not, not saying 10, 12 team, but probably a little deeper. Boston Scott would just would start to be a name possibly, but that's about it. I'd rather have Gainwell. Honestly, in 10 to 12 team leagues, it's like it's Bateman, it's Gainwell. There's really not a lot else really this week at all. Um, some other names. I, mean, I could throw up Brandon Bolden because of his six catches. He had six catches, 79 yards. Ramondre Stevenson was a was a scratch again, a healthy scratch, which was actually surprising. And because of that, it looks like Brandon Bolden is in that James White role in a way. So in PPR, Brandon Bolden's more interesting. You'd have to be very desperate and standard to want to play him. But again, there are some times where you are going to be desperate coming up with injuries and bye weeks. So Brandon Bolden, you know, you could look at him um, and then decide how much you want to see Brandon Bolden in your starting lineup. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. I mean, yeah, in PPR maybe or something. Yeah, PPR is, more in deeper leagues, deeper leagues, and then PPR. I, I, yeah. I don't want to. I want to. Uh, we can always come back to wide receiver because there's always a few names there. If you have any more, but there is. Yeah, yeah. The, the other one I do want to mention because he had another big game, but this would be in the tight end uh, position actually. And um, look, CJ was a was Uzama Uzama. Yeah, <laughs> um, he has been looking good, but it's been a little sporadic. But the last three, you know, three weeks or so, three out of four, I should say, the first three weeks were kind of a scratch. He didn't really do anything. He was out there. He got a few targets, but nothing big. Week four, he had that huge week, right? Two touchdowns, 95 yards. And, you, you know, is he a name? Is he not? We're kind of like, yeah, wait and see. No one was mm-hmm. really knowing how good Cincinnati was and how much they would actually use him, um, especially with, with injuries and everything like that. Immediately after that, he only had two catches for 16 yards. And you're like, okay, that's probably normal. Then week six at Detroit, three for 15, but he caught a touchdown. And then he follows up another game against Baltimore, a good team, three for 91 and two touchdowns. Tight end is obviously thin. Does this performance change the way you look at using him? You know, there, there's a lot of bad tight end play, plays out there. I, he, I wouldn't mind him. I mean, that, there's a lot of touchdowns. It really is. And that's all you're looking for right now. And next week he plays against the Jets. So that's I'm I'm on all on board with it for this next yeah. week is playing playing against the Jets for sure. I think that's a pretty solid solid play actually. I, I'd go yeah. with it if solid you're, if you're streaming, desperate. Solid streaming if yeah, not solid streaming option. Not for just sure. a good play. Yeah, at this point. So another one that you go a little deeper than him at tight end, and it's the same kind of vein of touchdowns. Is Mo Ali Cox, who's had four touchdowns the last four games. He doesn't get a lot of targets, but doesn't get a lot of targets. Doesn't get a lot of catches. Doesn't get a lot of yards, but he has four touchdowns. So depending on how desperate you are and where you need, if you look in, you're just trying to luck into a touchdown. Maybe it, maybe it's Mo Ali Cox, but that's that's about it there. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what we is got. It, you know, it really, it's really rough. Is there any wide, other wide receivers that? So you... the only ones that even, I mean, man, not really. I mean, oh, it's it's just uh, AJ Green. If if you just need a plug and play, he's at thirty eight percent. You still you know can plug him in. If you're just okay, 
if you're looking for, if you're like in a keeper league and you're just looking for somebody that you can throw on your bench that maybe still has potential with Rondale Moore, but you're not playing Rondale Moore anytime soon, that's just like a deeper league. If you just want to, not a deeper league, but 10 to 12 team league where you just want to throw a guy on your bench if it's like, if you have a keeper spot. I'm not looking for anything else. Yeah, there's just just not a lot um, there, to be honest. It's relatively weak. I mean, Khalif Raymond, we could bring up Khalif Raymond for, for the Lions. He's had some solid weeks. He had a really good week this past week. He's in, again, this is this is deeper. You're really, all these are kind of Hail Mary plays, but Khalif Raymond has definitely shown some production. So, yeah. You could go with him six catches in each of the last two games. So, Khalif yeah. Raymond. Yeah, yeah. I, don't even, I was gonna say, yeah, I don't even want to bring up the other names because no, it's, it's just everything. It's a hail mary. It is hundred percent. All right, let's let's look at quarterbacks and let's look at. The, t- or actually, let's look at I, I'm else. sorry. One more guy. I, want, I do want to yeah. bring up because we I we kind of threw his name out early in the year, and I yeah. have to call myself out. I did, <laughs> but um, it was Russell Gage of Atlanta. R- Russell Gage, yeah. And yeah. he didn't do much in his first two weeks, and we're kind of like, oh, shoot. I was like, ah, maybe I'm just off on that. They're not going to be that yeah. that great, but it does feel like they got back on track, and he came back from a five-game injury, I believe, Yep. and then immediately pays dividends. They beat – it was Miami. They did – you know, it, Miami's not that great, but still, four catches, 67 yards, and a touchdown. Um, obviously, there's only – there's really four weapons they have on that team um, between Cordero Patterson, Pitts, and then Ridley. But right now, Gage, if you are looking for another guy that could perhaps kind of jump mm-hmm. up there, he yep. would be an interesting name just because I, I still don't really know how they're going to use him because he's been injured most of the year. Yep. No, that's a that's a solid name as well. All right. Let's look at some cool. Let's see if we can find a quarterback streamer, see if we can find a defensive streamer here. All right. I think I have a top option at quarterback streaming this week. It's it maybe again, this is your, there's some risk involved for sure, but I think my top quarterbacks, I'll throw some other names out here after this, but let's see what you think. Daniel Jones, cause he's playing against Kansas city who has just been very poor on defense, but you can see how this could go sideways too, just being Daniel <laughs> Jones and being the chiefs. You can, so it's not comfortable, but I think it's probably, if you just look on paper, this should be the, this should be the streaming option, right? Cause it's just how bad Kansas city has been. Yeah, and I don't, I don't mind that one. It feels, it feels like when he got injured, he has a concussion. Yep. It does feel like it took him a couple of games to get back into it. And then this yep. last game against Carolina, it it kind of felt like he was he was coming back. He wasn't he wasn't bad. He wasn't good. He was just serviceable. But going against KC, it does feel like that. Okay, I'm back. Let's let's run yep. the same plays. Let's you know get back on track kind of deal. So I do like that one, even though. Daniel Jones always scares the crap on me, but he yeah. has put up some good games this year. Yeah. So other other guys that are under forty percent are just a lot, a lot of these players. You're not going to play. You're Jameis against the Bucks. You don't want to play Jameis against the Bucks. <laughs> no. no. Uh, Justin Fields against the 49ers. You're not playing Justin Fields right now not at all. Don't, no, don't just even. Look don't even at his don't, name. Yeah. Just, exactly. Yeah. Taylor Heineke at Denver is. You don't know which Heineke you're going to get, and at Denver doesn't sound good good to me. I don't think Denver is great, but I don't think they could be tough on quarterback, especially one that's honestly not. Taylor Heineke is kind of an all over the place guy, so no. don't love that one. But it's it's an option if you're desperate. Carson Wentz against Tennessee. Tennessee has been solid, but it's not like their defense is some shut down defense. Carson Wentz has been a solid player. That could be. This might Carson Wentz honestly might be like a second best option this week. Yeah, I was gonna say it's it's not a matchup I like at it's, all. I don't love it, it, but I don't. It also just shows you like, you know, Wentz is yeah. gonna be steady. 
Like yep. I don't have to worry about him there as much. I'm not expecting yep. him to put up a lot of points. That's that's my yep. only problem. I would I think maybe yep. I would go for a, a more of a risky well, one, but Bridgewater playing against Washington. Washington's not been great, but Bridgewater, I just don't I don't I don't trust that I trust. Yeah. yeah, I don't like it. Roethlisberger, I don't trust Roethlisberger playing against at Cleveland. I just don't trust Roethlisberger. There's just nothing about it. Mac Jones at Chargers. Goff versus the Eagles. Yeah, Garoppolo at the Bears. No, it's not a lot of options there. It's basically Daniel Jones, Carson Wentz, and then it's probably like you throw you you look for like Bridgewater, Heineke, Roethlisberger, and just like say, oh, I hope one of these works. How, how um. <laughs> Yeah, because it's so thin, I do yeah. want to bring him up. He he's still owned in over forty percent, and we usually talk yeah. a little about Tua. He had a big game against Atlanta. Atlanta's not very good. I yep. get that. The last two games have been against bad teams, but he's looked pretty decent. He's about to hit Buffalo, though. Yeah, I know I'm that not is, doing it. You just not never, against Buffalo. Just, okay. No, no. I'd I go only down wonder to... if like he looked good enough. You're like he's gonna have not... to throw. You have to keep up yeah. with him. Not I against... thought maybe it would be worthwhile. Like you throw another two interceptions, but you get three touchdowns. No, but yeah, no. I'm kind of with you. So you would you would go Daniel Jones number one, yep. Wentz number two, and then yep. after that, is there another another play that maybe even if we go a little bit above? I mean, where are you like Sam Darnold is? No, me, I'm done. I, no, I would never. But like, he's owned in 47 percent of leagues right now. So you do know people are going to start dropping these other quarterbacks like that and going other ways. Uh, Kirk Cousins. Yeah, who's who, who are the Vikings playing? I'll have them. Um, um Dallas. Yeah. Yeah, that's not yep. that. That actually, yeah. that that'd be. I'd be comfortable with out of yeah, probably. He, I probably like Cousins over honestly most of these options because I just feel more comfortable with Cousins. So he'd probably be my top option if he's out there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And he's only yep. only in forty one percent. Yeah. So off a buy, he so. would be my top option if he's available for sure. Okay. And then um. Yeah. Uh, no, that's it. Yeah. All right. Defenses. Let's see if we got a defense here. Um, I do have one for sure that to me is the top option. It's the Bengals playing against the Jets. They're under 40% owned. It's that by far Bengals against the Jets is the option to play this week. It's not even close. There's nothing else at all there. Um, if you win a little bit above and you got the Niners playing against the Bears, that's another one. Niners are owned owned 55% of leagues, but that would be the next one. But Bengals at the Jets, that's the, that's the option. Because the other games here are Vikings, Cowboys, Vikings at Cowboys. You don't want the Vikings. You don't want to go against Cowboys. Falcons against Carolina. Carolina's been bad, but do you trust the Falcons defense to play in fantasy? I don't. Um, not no, at all. I mean, you, I, yeah, not compared. But it might be like, like the second option in this yeah, one. I was gonna say, yeah. Because then it's Bears versus the 49ers. I mean, no. <laughs> Dolphins at Buffalo, absolutely not. Jets at Cincinnati, absolutely not. Titans playing at the Colts. I mean, it, no, not really. I mean, it's there's there's worse options, obviously. That's one if you start to get bad. Chiefs yeah, I, against the yeah, Giants. I don't know. I don't know. Actually, that one might not be that bad. It yeah. probably won't be too far down my list, but no, still not. It, one still won't be the number one or anything. Because there's just not a lot of options, so it's probably yeah, up there yeah. more. Seahawks playing against Jacksonville. Yeah, Seahawks aren't great at all, but Jacksonville isn't either. Um, yeah, there's not a lot of options. Eagles at Detroit. Maybe you go with that. Detroit doesn't really put up big numbers usually. But yeah, it's Bengals at the Jets is the option by far to get yeah, that's this a, week. That's a great pickup. Yep. So there you go. All right. Waiver wire week eight, one of the weakest we've had, I would say so far this year, but Hey, it happens sometimes, but there's, you never know. There's players that are out there this week that we don't even aren't thinking of that will become big waiver wires and pickups next week. Maybe Yeah. just got to get lucky. Gainwell. Yep. Scream Cincinnati's defense. There you go. All right. Talk to you guys next time.